All right. Good evening. So tonight, I really want to just just mention briefly. I want to I want to finish up uh, a little topic we've mentioned over and over and over, um, and I want to start a different topic in the process. Uh, but just to finish up a topic which we've discussed, and that's a mila knife. Now, we 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 all know that you do a bris on Shabbos, but what is a big question based on what we saw is, what could you do with a knife after you did a bris? Because well, let's let's just review real quick. The Mishnah we saw we when we learned Muksa Machmas Chesar and Kiss, it was a Mishnah. If I remember correctly, we did Muksa Machmas Chesar and Kiss several permutations. One of the questions we had last was about passports, um, about all kinds of things. If it's Muksa Machmas Chesar and Kiss, you can't move at all. And when the reason we said that is because the Mishnah says Rabbi Yosi Yomer Kol Akelim Nitalin Chutz Min Amaser Agadol Biyatet Shol Machreisa Rabbi Yosi. Ben Abba Chalafta, we'll, we'll, we'll test you on who he is right now, give you hard enough time before. Uh, so, Riyaz Ben Chalafta was a student of Riyakiva, contemporary Ras of Yehuda of Shimber Chai, Chavar of his, a student of a student of Yeshua Ben Chanania. Um, so, uh, so, he says you can move any Kali, Makomo, or Gufo, not necessarily, even if it's Muksa, if you need the place. Uh, except for a Maser HaGadol, a big saw, and a Yetet Shomachresa, what we call the Kalter, which is the, the blade in the plow. Okay? Rashi pointed out on this Mishnah, alaihu. these things you're very, very careful. Makom, and you put them in a certain place. You have a set place where you put them. To the Chazu, Acheres, because uh, these things, a saw, this saw you use for nothing but that, and it's not anything for anything else. And Rashi actually put down that you be, uh, they're so precious to you, you put them in a certain place. We discussed several weeks ago is it the, the place the main thing? Or is this a place itself create muksa, matamas, chasr, and kisr? We discussed refrigerators to things which, which are very precious but don't have a set place. Does that make a difference? Right, but, but Rashi understands it. It's so precious to that place, but no matter what, according to everyone, it's because you would not use it for anything else. It has no other use but that itself. The Gemara in Kofrin Zayin said it explicitly. We call this Muksa Machmas Chesron Kiss. Okay, this is one of the, one of the examples of this. Uh, 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 the Rush brings down, and we saw Toisa says this as well. One of the examples of Muksa Machmas Chesron Kiss says the Rush in Perak. 17th parak of Shabbos, Halacha Dalid. Vechenami Sakin Shomila, a Sakin Shomila. So, Lachora, a Mila knife, is Muksamachas Chesun Kiss. And it's just to remind ourselves, the Shochan Arach says, by Muksamachas Chesun Kiss. What's the, what's the, does anyone know? Just in case everyone look it up, what's the first Halacha Zamuksa? Where is the main place of Muksa? 52 Sifim. You know, when you learn Smicha, um, one of the, one of the, you say this is to know what, where to look things up. Right? What is the question? Which Simon is Muksa? Oh, Simon. Yeah. Huh? Well, it, it, it's with, a, with your idea, you need to know very clear because it's all hub, it's mixed up all over the place. Shabbos happens to be a little easier. Sim- 
It sounds nice, Rish Pivov. Shinchas. Shinchas. We've learned Shinchas a few times, by the way. Um, you know, Shinchas. And as we remind, if we remind ourselves that actually all of Muksa starts with the most severe Muksa, which is Muksa Machas Chesukis. So Shulchan Aruch says, Kol HaKelem, Nital Meshabbos, according to the Mishnah we just saw, Chutz, which means you can move it if you need a place, if you're going to use it itself, except for Muksa Machas Chesukis. And they give an example, Sakan Shal Shechita, O Shal Milo, uh, a blade of a cipher, second shall cipher him. The quills. Also, the title of Tzuras Shabbos. You can't move it on Shabbos, even if you need the place, even if you, you did it. So, if you have a mila knife on your chair, on your table, or you have any of these other things, you're not allowed to move it, no matter what. Right? We discuss um, some of the things. Maybe you can do, but w- w- that's the, that's going to happen uh, now in two shirim for now. The, the Chavetz Chaim, Chavetz Chaim says, "Why can't you ever move it?" It talks about Machas Chesron Kis. She Machas Chash Hefsed, right? Since they're valuable to you, you are Makatsa Makbed You don't want anyone touching them, right? You don't want your kids touching them. Anyway, your wife, t- don't touch this. This is very expensive, very precious. So you, you have in mind not to move it all on Shabbos. It has this is a sifkat and base Yehuda. It's the most severe muksa. Okay, now this is the halacha of muksa machas chesron kis. That creates an interesting dilemma on Shabbos because we know that mila is a whole parak in Masecha Shabbos. Whether mila is hutra, whether mila is no matter everything about mila is allowed on Shabbos. Or Mila is Duchuya. Now, Mila is, is a Gezeris Akasa. We do it on the eighth day. Right? So, there are certain exceptions to Shabbos because the Torah itself is matter. For example, the, the Torah says to offer a Korban every day, Tamid. So, the base of Mikdash, they burnt a Korban. They shechted the Korban. They burnt a Korban every day on Shabbos. Nayant of Shabbos. How are they able to do that? Because the Torah says to do that. Well, the Torah says Mila on the eighth day. However, so me, but we we pass in milas which means you can only do the absolute things which are necessary for bris milah on Shabbos. Number one, number two is what does that mean? So if you're a mohel, okay, you did the shchit. <laughs> don't don't check any kids, please. <laughs> you know, by the way, from the rabbi's perspective, on the beam, I always like see like all these mothers. Like there's all types of mothers out there. There's them who are prideful and excited, and then there's like the petrified ones who don't want to walk out of the room, and there's like, the crying ones, and there's like the ones that the grandmas hold in their hands. Like you know, I can imagine. Like the the, the male comes out, I shechted him. <laughs> like, but but no, when the male does the mila. When the male does the mila. What does he do with a knife, right? Um, can I use the kula that you said was it all nice? For instance, you can you can say it's a paper. You can use it as a paperweight because no, you're not put on the blade. You're uh, on the contrary, blade. no. This is something you can definitely not even ever use as a paperweight. You would be people are very careful. Very, very careful about this. You know that nobody should touch it. It shouldn't be used as a paperweight. Uh, a mila knife or a shechita. Those are expensive things, and you, you don't des- you don't use it. Think of something that's very valuable and very expensive and very easily uh, blemished. You don't keep it around like that. I mean, you, can, you, can, you can do the mila without a knife. So implicit with that is that you're going to do the do the mila and have to be knife time. 
So, so putting, putting it down is part of doing the meal. Maybe you should just drop it down. Or, or, or how about this? Let's say you're a mall and you walked four miles to do the meal. Right? Or in the old days, you walked four miles and you didn't drive back after Shabbos. You wouldn't take your knife home. Are you allowed to even do that? Right? Could you take it back? Or let's say you're in the shul. So maybe you have to put it down in the shul. But then, you know, are you concerned that little kids will come play with it? Who says you can take it anywhere else? Right? By the way, this is why I mentioned Next week we're going to do this question. This is why actually I thought... I actually came to this a little bit... Klachayad. That's what it's going to mean two weeks. Klachayad, which is the backwards way of doing things. But... In general, like I had this last Shabbos, one of my kids were holding books. I didn't realize it was muksa. Do I say? Uh, I, I'll tell you what it was, by the way. Um, she reminds me to tell this. One of the group leaders gave out a pad, a notebook, a fancy notebook pad, right to the to the kids and the, the groups, of blank paper. Blank paper is muksa. So they're at my table. They say, "Look, right, one of the groups, my shifra, my 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 my, my little girl, right." She says, look, look what I want. And I said, Shifra, amazing! That's Muxa, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing at Muxa, right? She's, only, she's not, she's, she's five, yeah, actually she's six now. She's six years old, but she, she knows what Muxa is. So, could, I, could she put it in her room? I told her, whatever, we'll see in a second, what to do with it. Well, she'll see in a minute, a few minutes. But, she watch, we'll see next week. We'll start today. What if you're still in your hands? Could you go all the way to your room, put it down? You put it down right away. But for today, hold on, your qu- hold your question. If you're the moel, let's say, of course, you could put it down, perhaps. But could I take it to my house? Could I put it into Rabbi Levine's office where it's safe? Hopefully, hmm. uh, all right. Can I put it? Where can I do with it? Like, what is the gather of this? And this is very serious muksa. It's muksa machas chesron kiss. The mitzvah is over. So like, how do we how do we view this? Well, the Ramah discusses this. Okay, it's a Ramah, and you had a question on this? Yeah. Good. Um, on, on the Chafetz Chaim's um, reasoning for why Muqtamach Maschesron Kis can't be moved for anything due to, like, the intention that you're, you're super mocked never to move this for Shabbos, like, on Shabbos. You have, the, you have a mind not to be, yeah, has no... And, no. and that would be greater than any other objects which you... Because you don't want, like you don't. It wasn't expensive, but you were still machbed not to move it on Shabbos because you know it's muksa. No, no, it was in, in the item itself that you you don't want, you don't want it to be touched because of its value. So we actually discussed this. with was class number one. The difference between muksa machas because uh, and and malachal iser, but it's something which you which you have in mind. It's not touched. Not touched ever. At all. Yeah. Except at all. For a purpose, which is specific. For that purpose, for shchita, for shchita knife. If you're a, a kolmus, for if you if you cut in the old days the quills, with the, that kind of blade, that you know, but otherwise it was these were expensive or or a, if you had like the Mishnah's case of a big saw which was very expensive, right? You know there are people who have fancy electronics. This was the fancy electronics in those days. It wasn't touched. It was put in a certain place. Very expensive. Even stamps, like bullion, how do you say bullion stamps? Yeah. That's also chesron kiss. It doesn't have any other use. And they're not valuable. Well, well, no, no, so what's it's I don't know what you're talking about. Stamps. 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 It's not. I don't care about my stamps. Trust me, the stamps in my house get kicked around plenty of throughout the week. What does its value have to do with its level of muksa? 
Okay, listen, you gotta go back to the, get back to the beginning for that. First, share your book stuff? Yeah, of course, the refrigerator share. So, we discussed this. We said the value means that you, it's not a question of value, it's something that's valuable, not monetary value, that you don't move around, you don't touch, it has a set place or a set use, you don't let your kids use it, you don't let anyone else touch it. It's a very, uh, that's what Muxa Machasu kisses. And that kind of Muxa, you don't ha- you take, completely remove yourself on Shabbos to have no connection with it whatsoever. Happens to be, in this case, the one exception to that rule is a Mila knife. Because even though you would not use it for anything else, we know that you do Mila on Shabbos. Okay? Is it clear? 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 Now, the Shulchan Arach in Hilchas Mila, Hilchas Mila is found in Yeridea. So. Shulchan Aruch says as follows is, is, is the following thing. Mila doicha yom tov v'shabbos. Mila, you can do a bris on yom tov and Shabbos. Bizmana. Any delay, can't do it. So if it's a jaundiced kid, gets delayed, you cannot do it on Shabbos or yom tov. If it's a suffolk dioma, you can't do it on Shabbos. Jaundice, yerakon. Hmm. What's suffolk dioma? It's 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 born at a time where it's questionable. Was it born before Shabbos or after Shabbos? Twilight or something. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Aval shalob is mana. It's not the. It's not the. And he doesn't say it over here. Obviously, a part, another because cost if it's a C-section. Okay, if it's a C-section, it's also not on Shabbos. Okay, that's your natural birth. Um, two things you need to know about C-sections. It doesn't it's not like a Shabbos for Mila. And it's the firstborn, no pity on a bed. Aval shalob is mana. If it's not, if you don't do it, v'afilu bezmana, what could you do on Shabbos? Only the mila, the priya, the pulling back of the skin, the mitzitza, the sucking of the blood. Uh, and even if you pulled, uh, uh, if you pulled this, there's still a little bit left, mitzitza and ma'akfin, there wasn't a good mila, you could fix the mila on Shabbos itself. Okay? That's what the Machabra says. So, we, we do a lot of Mila. Well, then the Ramah says an important thing. Umutter, the Taltalal Ha'izmal. The Ismal is referring to the Mila knife. Okay? Ismal just literally usually means like a blade. La Akhara Mila. Says the Ramah explicitly. You can take the, the, the knife after the Mila. La Hatsniya. To hide it. The Chatsir Hamururav. Uh, and, and, and obviously you have to be able to carry it. So it has to have an Eruv there. You don't have any other meals in your Shabbos. The Halohoksa says the Ramah. The Halohoksa. Because going into Shabbos, you knew you were going to have a meal. Right? Now, it sounds like, by the way, the Ramah would say, if, if you wouldn't, according to this reason, if you didn't know, if you had a knock on your door and you know there's a meal, it could be a problem, right? So, but let's see what the Ramah says himself first. It, as a general, it's not Muksa going to Shabbos. So since it comes in, it doesn't turn muksa after Shabbos. Okay? If it was it was mutter, it was already coming, to, it was like designated. We, we haven't learned this yet, we've mentioned it. A rock is completely muksa. In the old days, before Kleenex and, and tissue paper, thank God, Baruch Hashem lives today, right? In the good days. Right? They, they had to wipe themselves in the bathroom with rocks or leaves or other things. They didn't have tissue paper there. You go to a to show. The bathroom had like 50 rocks. <laughs> Doesn't it beforehand? Right? Um, 
But so a rock is mamish moksa. You can't move it at all. But if you designate it, it's okay. Well, this mila knife says that a ma was bad. So you put it aside to use for. You knew that tomorrow you'd have a bris mila, so it's not moksa nonsense. You hear? Does it make sense? The Taz, who's the Taz, Alex? Yal knows. She learned in 11th grade. Oh, yeah. Ask her for her notes. Rashi's... Rashi. Rashi? No, no, after Rashi. After Rashi. A couple of generations? Oh, next. Next huh? to a couple. Next to a couple. Now, the Taz is commenting on the Shulchan Aruch. So the Shulchan Aruch lived about, I don't know, 500 years, four, almost 500 years after Rashi. So, okay, that's, that's more than a couple. Levav Lemberg. Levav Lemberg. He's good. Mm-hmm. He was in Levav Lemberg. What's his name? Yeah, because I said. I gave him a, a hint. <laughs> they learned it 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it, is, this is like, you know, 11th graders in Mirror know this. He was a Rav during the mid 17th century. Mid 17th century. It's actually. Um, and David Halevi. He lived live during the Tachvatat pogroms. So the, the Taz, who was, a, who was a, one of the two great commentators on Yeridea, so the Taz says that not only is the Kakas of the Beis Yosef B'Shem Rabbeinu Yerucham, so Rabbeinu Yerucham, who lived at the end of the 14th century, moved from Provence to Toledo, was a student of the Russian, Ravam Ishmael. That's where he was, that's where he was getting the Salah from. But then he says the Maharil, the Maharil, of Segal, right, the great Ashkenazi sage, says, after the Mila, drop the knife. You can't go taking it to your house and say, it came into the Shabbos. Okay. It's called the Mila. It's Muksa. The Gam HaMaya Lo Yaxulito Ezlam and Achol. Shehetel Sham HaOrla Ve'yosu Bahal Al Priya. Right, you know, the skin they put in the dirt. So Maya will either hold the skin till after Put it somewhere to, to, to bury it afterwards, or designate dirt like a like a sandbox to bury it in. Right? Let's say you know a sandbox is dirt that's designated. That would be a muksa shal otherwise, right? So the the the, 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 the if you put down a knife, right, to to put to bury the skin foreskin or to put the first skin then can't pick it back up. It means if the moyal put the knife down, says right, if the moyal says the taz put according to maril, which is a reshine. The Moel puts the knife down, he can't go back and get it. Well, you know why? It's Mamish Muksa, not like this Ramah. So the, the, the Taz is quoting a Maril, not like the Ramah. The, the, the knife becomes Muksa after use. use. But he didn't mean literally drop it, did he? Put it down. I mean, dro- no, you don't, you don't have to drop it and break it. Yeah, because the whole reason it was this level is because you're so particular about it. So you right. drop it. Yeah, 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 right. But the point is, is that once, at the minute the Mila is over, it's Muksa. So you. So by the way, it's like holding any muksa. You have to put it down. He didn't do a mice there. He picked it up a head. But you got to put it down. Right away, he says, no, at all. And if you put it down, you can't pick it up to put it anywhere else. That's the Taz only says that because you put it down. I mean, only Taz is according to Risham, by the way. It's not just the Maril. Okay, the Maril. It's only saying that because he put it down to go to something else in this case to bury the uh, skin. Mm-hmm. If, he had, if, he, if he'd held on to it, so does the Maril say it would be okay? It, 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 it sounds like that. Maybe, but he doesn't say that. The Maril says, this is Lashon is, he said, should take it Immediately after the meal, you gotta put it down. Okay? Immediately after the meal. By the way, the, 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 what we're discussing next week is that case of Bo'o to the other, as long as they're holding on. So, any of those kind of questions hold on? Because that's what I'm going to discuss next week. What, what are they getting? Like, I my Schiffer case. 
how far you can take it and put it down, right? Um, but he, he, maybe you would say, can, no, Marul says put it down. Sounds like you put it down where you are, and if you put it down, he says explicitly, you can't pick it up again, okay? Even the male. Now, certainly anyone else. Certainly anyone else. Right? What if he doesn't use a specific Mila knife? He uses like a scalpel, like he uses a different one every time. What's do with anything we're talking about? This isn't all of a sudden. This isn't like a, a special, a special item which is worth a lot of money. You get a scalpel at a store for like three ninety nine. Do you use scalpels? Scalpels, not not back so, then. So but now we have a we have a question so, where the Mila knife isn't something that's so, so valuable. So it is valuable today. Actually, this is a true story. A Relibus actually did a shot of Smila. This is true. Shh. So if, if, if you uh, if you use a scalpel, it can throw you in a chanami. But if you use a Mila, we're talking about Mila. Let's skip scalpels, but this is a true story. Relibus did, did Howard Klein's um, grandson at the Sidovsky house. Remember that? Right. No, because I wasn't there. Oh, <laughs> remember they, you remember they used your house yeah. about maybe eight years ago. And it was one of his first meals, actually. So on Shabbos, he wasn't even lived here then. He came in for that Shabbos to do that. And somebody, after the meal, some, someone thought, oh, he can throw these things out. He threw out his, his knife. Oh, no. <laughs> the garbage. So at least looked after the word. Right? Which, by the way, well, we'll, we'll see what could he have done. But, like, where'd my knife go? I said, oh, you don't, this, you don't, you don't throw these things out afterwards? That's what I thought. What? <laughs> he was not happy. It's a special knife. It's a special it just knife. looks like a scalpel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But if they use so it, so this person felt like you. He threw out yeah, his I knife. I help him with the. the I yeah, think it's just a not. disposable scalpel. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this person did it. This person did that, and uh, yeah. So if it was a disposable scalpel, I inherently absolutely you're correct. But we're not talking about that. So the Marul says you got to put it down away. The Marshal, the Marshal of Shlomo was a contemporary of the Ramah. They're actually, uh, uh, their children they're married in the same base marriage in Krakow. Um, of Gamken, uh, Lahater, also permits it in a tshuva like the Ramah. Okay. The Taz, however, comes stark, stark, strongly like the Maharal. Of a nearly mavurla iser, the Taz, is, I think it's clear to, uh, certainly brings a lot of proofs. I don't have the time to go through all these proofs. It's a lot, a lot of context needed. The Taz brings several proofs that it's clear that, it's, that you can have, it goes, it, it's really mooks the whole time. Okay? You cannot move that knife Friday night. You can only take the knife for the Mila. And the minute the Mila's all over, it's, 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 it's muksa. Um, and at the end he says, I'll show you what we call Shekin. Ismail Akra Mila, Lola Nitzniel Be'oso Cheder, Shamal Sham, Vesu Right? He says you can only put it down in that room. You cannot do like the Ramaz says you can take it and bring it to your home and put it in a safe place and as long as there's an air of... No, you gotta put it down in that room. No schlepping that knife. So Taz says. And if you're the mile, you can't take the knife you gotta take it directly to the Mila. No detours with this knife. It's Muksamamish. It says the time this thing is muksama. This thing is muksamaish. And the nekudas akasef is the shach. Of course, the shach was uh, the younger contemporary of uh, Taz Shabbosukayin. Actually, shach wrote his pirish the same year. It came out the same year as the Taz's work on your idea. 
the, the shach was a, a, a whopping 24 years old when he wrote his parish. 24 wow. years old. It is the shach, by the way, is the most important commentary in your idea. Uh, okay, uh, which is amazing. He wrote at 24, and he, he, he covered for the Taz, but he argues. He has no problem arguing. So in the Kudus Kesef, which he, he writes as a humble, the Taz is a tureis of the rose, of, the rose of gold, right? And the the, the the points of silver. But you know what? That, those points of silver will argue on the Taz. This is a shach. This is a shach in his Nekris Kesef. So in the Nekris Kesef, he quotes the Taz, who argues on the Ramah. Now again, the Taz is quoting a Maharil, he has a Rishon like him. And he says, just to clarify, in the Ramah, he says, Hikshal or Marshal. The Taz asks on the Ramah and the Marshal, Right, he says not kashimidi. I don't want to go through his, what he says explicitly because he goes through the, the Taz's rise, and we're going through all the proofs. We'll be here a long time tonight. But at the end of it, he does something which is pertinent for us right now. Um, uh, that the Ramah and the Marshal bring this Maharal. Uh, they quote the Maharal. The Ramah quotes the Maharal often the halacha, but in this case, Cholkemalov. They argue on the maral. So the Taz bring the maral. They do not follow the maral. Mikol makom says the shach. Nevertheless, midivrei rama dolohiter elakini latzniu bechatzer muurav. Even the rama is only going to say you can go ahead and take it and put it in a place. It doesn't mean it's a free fall over here. You can't move that muksa knife for no reason. So even though you'd say maybe it means it's hooked up, can't be like the stones. It means it's. It, it, it means it's not a full-fledged muksa machas chaser and kiss. But you can't move it for no reason. Okay? That's a, a shock. Because, you, you because you know what? It's still something which is be'etzem. It's not like a rock. You know, this is how I understand it. It's not like a rock. A rock is muksa because it has no use. But if you just designate it before Shabbos, it has use. A, a, the mila knife is be'etzem machas chaser and kiss. You don't want anyone touching it. What happened is that you needed it on Shabbos. So to the extent you needed it, you could move it. Because that you had in mind. But it goes back. You wouldn't put it in a place where it's not going to be used anymore either way. So it goes back to that, that Iker Halacha. You understand? Claire? This, this Halacha, uh, they cannot use the, something similar, like a similar concept to what we learned with the Ambulance. But if you're not going to let person go to Mila, which is not going to want to do Mila in Shabbos, no, they get no, paid no, very no, well, Miles. What do you think? Of course, I want to do Mila. He won't do Mila. The ambulance, the guy's going to get stuck in the middle of nowhere. For a Mila knife, he'll have to just put it down and have to get to tell a person to put it in a safe place. But you said there was an opinion that so much that you have to put it down. Put it down. Place. Yeah, and that in the room. But you can transport the knife to the bris on Shabbos? Yeah. 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 Which, by the way, it's a discussion she have there beforehand or not. But yes, the answer is yes. Yeah. If, if there's an Erev, no Erev, you're stuck. Yeah. Uh, you know, if in in the day when Rabbi Leibowitz did the the the, the Sidrovsky bris, it was in the dark ages of San Jose. <laughs> it's no Erev, right? So if he left the the knife in in Sidrovsky's house, he thought it'd be safe there. Literally, they didn't know that someone would think like you would order some and throw in the garbage. <laughs> but but he couldn't carry he couldn't carry that if he wanted to. If he, if he didn't have any, we had to have Eskid Goy. With the Gemara has a Havamina in Shabbos, it's Hutra. Hutra means you can do anything for the Mila. You can, you can carry the knife there, even if it's a biblical domain. 
You can cut down the tree for the hot water. You can do anything. Mila is a free-for-all. We don't pass it. We say it's duchuya. It's the, the bare necessities you can do. And anything you could do before Shabbos, you're obligated to do before Shabbos. You have to bring the night before Shabbos. Once you have an Erev, then you can carry it. Because even if you if you didn't manage to bring the knife before Shabbos, can you still carry it? Well, we're not like that. We're not like these all these halachas. We're doing muksa. So, so, just, so, I just, um, so the 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 Mishnah quotes the Taz, okay, uh, in, in Simon Shinyud, Sif Katan Tezvav Yehuda. If you open it, you'll see it. We'll get back to this afterwards. He quotes this and he says, "Mikol Makom Bidi Evan." Right? He quotes the Taz, who's Machmer, not like the Ramah. The Mishra actually sounds a little bit like the Taz, that you should not move the knife. Right? But he says, let's say you put it somewhere, you allow Yish Shash, if you're concerned, it'll be stolen. Or that person in Sinof's house will throw into the garbage things in the scalpel. Right? Metzadet Ali Rabba, Rabbi Shapiro, the Rav of Prague. You can be soimich on the Ramah and Shach. So the Ayurabba says, Right? It sounds like, like the Mishmur sounds like it really should be Chayshah for the Taz. But if you're concerned it's going to get stolen, right? you can rely on the Ramah and the Shach. And that's the Chachmas Adam does. In the back here, quotes the Chazan Ish. Also, uh, and the Chazanish sounds explicitly like the Ramah, that's mutter. Okay? Explicitly like the Ramah, that it's mutter. Okay? So that's how, that's what uh, the Shibura says. It's, it's not Geshmak. The Chazanish is very Geshmak. You can move it like the Ramah, no problem. Take it to your house, carry it home. As long as there's an Arab, no problem. You can move it out of the way. The Meshavu the, the sounds like if it you're really is a legitimate concern, you could take it home. But the fact is that you're a lazy bum. You don't want to have to come back and get your knife. That's not a good, that, that would not be a good reason to do this, right? Unless you, unless you're getting to like Shiran saying the guy, if he does, he's not going to come back. You know, like that type of stuff. So fun. You you can really rely on the Ramah and the Shach, right? But there has to the Mishmar sounds like there has to be more of a, a reason. Once you have a good reason, then you can rely on the Ramah and uh, the 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 Shach. I, I wanted you know to to touch on this idea of Oidim Biado, okay. Um, Odin Biyada means that if you're holding it, that may be a reason why you can keep it in your hands, right? As long as you have it in your hands, you're not obligated to go ahead and put it down. Who says this? The Mogan Avram. The Mogan Avram, the Ravran Avli, the Gubiner, who is the greatest commentary on the Shulchan Archim, Orachim. Orachim, right? There's four Chalakim. Shachanach, which is the Yerdeh. Orachim, of course, well, what we're learning now. Anything the Mishnah is on is on the Orachim, right? So the Magad of Ram is, uh, is the big one on Orachim. The Magad of Ram in Simon Shin Lamed Aleph. Magad of Ram says the following thing. He says, Kasa be Yerdeh, Simon Reis Samach Vav, Demutal Tatal Sakin Laakar Amila. Okay, and he quotes that the Ramaz says that from Rabbeinu Yerucham. Right, because uh, um, when it came into Shabbos, you can keep it. He says Kavanoso. So the Magen Avram agrees with the Taz, but qualifies it. And this is what he explains. 
Kavanasa, what is the Ramah talking about? And how, how and how could the ties even agree, perhaps? The Kolmoksa Shehu Biyado. Right? Not, Taz may not agree, but, but, but the Ramah himself says, when could I say this case is good? When you're still holding it, you can carry it wherever you want. Says the Magan of Ram, if you're holding Muksa, you can't, you can't put it, once you, you, you what? The Ramah seems to say, say that, but the, the Shach qualifies that Ramah. So, if Shach says it's, you know, with the Ramah you can take it all the way back to your house. Right. And the and the, and, and the Magen sounds a little bit similar. He says like, you, "What's this? What's what are we? What's about talking about?" As long as you're holding it, it means you can keep going, <laughs> keep take it to your house. But what, as long as Odo Biado, as long as it's still in your hand, you can go. So if he's, if he's holding it, as long as you're holding it, then then he's holding that it's still muksa, and and so then you think they told like the Taz. That's what he says. He says, but there's a, there's a kula of he holds like the Taz. It's still muksa. But there's a kula of called Oidaviado, and as long as it's in your hand, you can have to put it down. You picked it up a heter, it's Oidaviado, right? It, it's fine. Uh, but once you put it down, it's Aslatalto, right? And the Kak Kasim Maharol. That once, uh, once it is, uh, it, and it goes back and forth, is it, is it, is it, he says some say it's no muksachati Shabbos, and therefore you have to say it's right away. But the the, the Magen of Ram, this is the he's long Magen of Ram. The most important thing is is it brings down a svar of oyde biyado that you can go ahead and uh, be 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 make on. And really, where 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 do we see this? Second, like it's a shulchan aruch. The shulchan aruch says it. It's a shulchan aruch. The Shulchan Aruch says not by Mila in general. It says in Shin Chesif Gimel. It says in Shin Chesif Gimel. It says like this: If you take a klishim lachter leiser, going corner shalzavim, a hammer of a goldsmith, or nafachim, or a blacksmith, and you take the hammer, which is otherwise muksa, to crack a nut. To crack nuts, uh, or or a cardam or an axe, to to to, to chop a, a hardened fig cake. Imagine that fig cake to how it does to your teeth. Like or, you know, like you have to take an axe to, to cut it, right? You're allowed to do that. Umutter lito misham, and after you use it, it goes back. It's muksa now, right? Because it's still an axe, still a hammer. It's real. Its default is is muksa. But the Mechaber says, "Mutolito misham lanicho beizamak mushirza." Once you use the hammer, not to, to knock a nail, use the hammer to crack a nut. So you're allowed to do that. Sarech kufo says the Mechaber, you can go ahead and put the hammer wherever you want. You go put it in a different closet, put the hammer away. Says the Magen Avraham. You see from there is as long as a svarv oide biyado, as long as it's in your hand, you can do it. Now, what the Chiddush of the Magen Avraham, and this is what the Sharetzian says. The Sharetzion says in Sifkatin Yudalid. Um, I was saying uh, the, the Mishnebura says, and let's do this back. The Mishnebura says uh, 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 on this um, quotes the Magen Avraham. You can go and take it wherever you want. Um, that the other Achroinim understand this is only. On a klishalach to the iser, 
but not on other kinds of muksim, not like on a vanim, right? Not on other muksim, including muksim machas chesu and kiss. The chesu of the shot that Magen Avram is that this halach of oida biyado is not just by a hammer; it's by something that's muksim machas chesu and kiss. That's a bigger chiddush, right? Bishlama, you say the klisha machta lahater or leiser, but the Magen Avram says it's even in a muksim machas chesu and kiss. That too. You can say this sort of oida biyado. That's still in your hand. You can go ahead and take it uh, wherever you are. Majeru quotes other Akronim says um, that would not be that would not be the case with the Shartzion. Uh, the Shartzion says over here uh, that you can go ahead and do it. What's the halacha? How does the Chavetz Chaim hold? The Chavetz Chaim says in the Ber Halacha, Reish Samech Vav, Reish Samech Vav Ber Halacha, the last Ber Halacha, actually in Yachol. He says, Avodavar muksa begufo. Something that's muksa. Let's say you pick up money. Right? Mishabura said if you pick up money, you have money in your hand. Is money muksa? Oh, yeah. Money's muksa legamre. Money has no use. Right? So you have money, or you have an evan in your hand. Something that's muksa machmas gufo. Right? There's no heter total. And you hold in your hand. You cannot move anywhere with it. You gotta put it down right away. If it has no use, the fact that you have this muksa, you can, you cannot do it. If it's mutter like the, the hammer which you use for a nut, you can carry that muksa wherever you want. Even though right now it's muksa, by the way. It goes back to its muksa status. Even if you have a mind you're gonna use it again. Let's say just someone have a mind you're gonna use this later that Shabbos. Yeah. Why would it be muksa then? Because right now you're not using it. Right now it's muksa. Its default is muksa. It's only as when you use it, it's, it takes away its muksa status. And by the way, that's how the mila. That's the difference in the mila knife. The way the way they come out really in the mila knife, it's as long as you're using it for a mila, it's fine. But it, its default is muksa. Why, why not ask question, but when you go to get it, huh? because you're carrying it to where you're going to use it. Why is it not muksa up until the point that you use it? Because now you, 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 it's no. It's being used for a purpose, which is not muksa. When you're putting it away, you're putting it away for the purpose to use. No. It. No, no, you're not. Put it down where you have, where you have to. That's by but he put, but he hold on, I see you should want But he says, the Chavetz Chaim says, rocks, money, movad, except the one exception to the rule, is a mila knife. Afshu muksa machas chaser and kiss, also taltalo, filatzorf kufo. I would not be able to take a, a, a muksa knife, a, a mila knife, scratch my beard, use it for any purpose, move it out of my way. I can't do it for anything but for the mila. He says, but if I picked it up, Kishubiyado, Yachol Anicho, Be'oyso Cheder, Be'makam Shirts, you could put it in any room where you want. Who is he getting that from? The Magen of Ram. That's the opinion of the Magen of Ram. You can go ahead and take it and put it in any room wherever you want. That is uh, the opinion of uh, the Magen of Ram. Yes, well, go ahead. Several uh, years ago <coughs> was walking to shul and realized I had something in my pocket and no Eruv. Of course it was also Moksa. I took it out. Say you took it what? It wound up being a, 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 one of those travel sewing kits. I didn't, real, I didn't know before Shabbos that I had it in there. Took it out and left it um, somewhere and came back for it the next day on, on 
Mm-hmm. So that that gets a little bit complex. Number one, you have a shal of muksa. Number two, you have a shal of carrying. And, every, and if we, the carrying question, I don't want to go through this right now, is when you're putting it down in the public domain, are you allowed to put it down there? Because is that considered a haitzah? Carrying, carrying, you understand? So I feel like that asked well, I think I dropped it. And right. Well, the muksa, you should really not take it out of your pocket directly. If you have money in your pocket, we'll see this in a couple of weeks, you should pull your pocket out and the money would fall out, not you taking it. But in your case, I don't want to get to this right now because I'll take it on the sidebar, you have a, it, another issue. If you're walking outside and you stop walking and you take the money out, maybe you've now carried, halakhically carrying. That gets a little bit more complicated. Actually, that's why the Shokhanach like, shok yeah, shok says, though, that's why you should check your pockets if you don't have an error before Shabbos. Right. The case you describe is it going to be a chiluk for the second mila if you're using this for this Shabbos or you're not? If you don't have a mila this Shabbos, is it going to be different? Right. So let me just, um, you know, the 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 chazanish. If you have no mila, it's for sure a problem. The chazanish I'm going to quote right now says, uh, "Let's say there's let's let's say you're a male and someone may knock on your door, or you know you have a mila." So this is um, so the the the, he's, the chazanish says in the taz, right? Um, it goes back to Muksamach Maschester and Kiss. Because by Shofar, right, Kevin Fagan, should be the same thing. It's not Muksa, the whole Rosh Hashanah, right, even after you blow, because somebody may knock on your door to, to, to blow them Shofar, right? So Rosh Arbach explains that a Shofar, it's a normal thing that people ask you again. Well, right? It's a feeling, like you said, you can practice, you can teach, you can show. Not you can't practice shofar, uh, shofar, and it's not a normal thing. It's full of, uh, shofar, not, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's not so pasha. But carry, could you carry a shofar? Could he carry a shofar home? Yitzchak Fagin will carry his shofar home because maybe someone will ask him to blow the shofar. Understand? You cannot do that with a mila knife, according to the Taz. According to him, I can carry my, my, my mila knife home because it's not it's not moksa. In the world of the Taz. Right, unless you have a second meal, you can't carry it. Yeah? Yeah, clear? Yeah. Your knife, use it with right hand. And so it became like moves in your hand, right? So when you carry it somewhere, could you put it with your left hand? Yeah, no. As long as you're holding it, it that's fine. So let me just get a little further. I'll hold the question. I want to get a little, a little, a little further. Um... So the Mishnah on this, and some Shinyot Sifkat and Tezvav. So he quotes the Magen Avram, quotes the Taz explicitly. L'chumra, you cannot you have to put it down in the room. Then he quotes the Magen Avram. Okay. So you can't put it down in the room. Taz put it down in the room. Yeah. Oh, I think so. Then he quotes the Magen Avram. If it's in your hand, you should you can you can keep you can go. Uh, uh, you could go ahead. Um, he agrees with the Taz. It's Muksa, not like the Ramah. But he says the Kol Muksa should be the Makam You can go wherever you want, just like by the case of uh, the hammer. And again, over there, many Achronim said that this does not apply to a, a Muksa to a Mila knife. The Chavetz Chaim comes out like the Magen of Ram. Okay, right? Then the Magen of Ram says something amazing. Then the Mishnah says something amazing. 
you can carry according to the Magen Avraham, you can carry it all the way home, as long as you ho- are holding it. Uh, he says, let's say the Mohel, the Chavetz Chaim says, "V'im hugam ken porea." Let's say you're also going to be pulling the skin, and you need to put down the knife. So what is the Mohel going to do? Because if you ever see a Mila, if you're only up close, you're a Sandik, you're a front row seat. He doesn't hold the Mila knife while he's pulling the skin back or, 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 or taking the blood. I don't care how they suck the blood with their tube, with their mouth. They're not holding the knife. They put the knife down. Right? I mean, it's pretty dangerous to hold the knife when you're doing all these other things. Right? So, what do you do if you're being Perea? So he says, you can The El Yoraba says, uh, you can give it to somebody else. It's like you can pass the baton. As long as it's not put down, it's good. Right? He can put it to the Makam and Mishtamar. The other person can go ahead and carry it to the safe house. Right? That that works. Even to go ahead and give it to a second person, that would be that would be okay. Um uh, uh, that would be okay. Of, 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 that, that would be okay. Can he hand it back to you? Ah? Can he hand it back to you? Is it only is it can only be this the second person or is so he, is that transferable again? I, I I didn't see that. It sounds like this person has to do it because there's no hechrech. Means you giving him is part of the milah, right? You have no right. So it's to put this thing. It's a connect to the milah. Right, so you're giving it to him, so he picked it up a hetter, right? But if you want to play a, a pass, a, you know, do tell, you know, pass the meal and I don't think you can do, right? So he, this guy would have to go ahead uh, and do it, right? I, I thought I, I understood the rab that said that the chavetz chaim says that odibiyado applies to all types of muksa except the meal knife, but that the chavetz chaim still holds like the ramah that you can take it to a safe place, but only for a good reason. No, I didn't say that. This is not. So others say the chavetz chaim quotes people who say. Not like the Magan of Ram, right? The Chalzchaim did quote Achronim that say that. Um, did quote Achronim that say that. Um, but he himself, in the Bear Halacha, comes out like the Magan of Ram, even by, even by Muksa. Okay? Even by Muksa Machas Chasr and Kis. It happens to be a question if are you allowed to ha- split the meal on Shabbos or one person has to do it. I'm not going to uh, get in, get into get into that. Okay, so there's another sad. Um, there's another side what you can do. How what else could how else could a mile get the knife home? So there is a halacha. In Shinyard Sifches, the, the Machaber says, "Klishesh alav davar ha'asav davar hamotar, mutal ataltalom." Kogod machta, you have like a shovel that has efer ashes. If it, it, you can, you can. If it has things which are hetter, you can move it. So if I have a box or a bag, even if it has a mamish or case of muksa in it, machas v'chaser and kiss. If in that bag is something that's a, a, a dover hetter, which is permissible, I'm allowed to move it for that reason, right? I can go ahead and move it, you know, for the reason, you know, because I can move the bag, period. Like, or in a drawer. A, so it's a bosses, the dover hetter, 
in a boss is ladaver esser. We do it with the pistachios. You put one in, and then you can just put all the shelves well, well, and you can pick it up. If for people who, who light with a light a leichter on the table, right? They have a, they they put the bread or the diamond ring on the leichter, right? On the base of the leichter. Mm-hmm. How are they able to move that? They put the ring there before Shabbos. Or again, that happens to be a little bit of a question: Is that a boss or not? But the ones who are doing that, it's because it's now for both. It's for Davar Hatzer and Musar. Even in Shabbos, you can do that, right? If you're putting like 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 with the pistachios, you take one. Well, the hat has one. to be there. The, the, no, yeah. you put you take like an empty plate. You don't want to ask for the plate. So you put one that's good, and then you put all of the shelves. Yeah, that that gets a little bit. That's really a question of being a vatula plate. Plate was mutter. Your case is a little bit different. It's called Mavato Klimechano. It's a little bit different. I'm talking about something which is explicitly mut- uh, the, 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 the the bag had had to before Shabbos. Here they have a plate which is mutter. The question is you put the pistachio shells and it's going to become usser. No, but you're putting one good one before. Yeah, but you know, it's that. all a question on Shabbos. On Shabbos. Usually the classic case what he's bringing down of is a case of Going into Shabbos, it's a boss That case is true, but it's also a question of your nullifying the clay. Uh, whatever, it's not, but it's a, a permutation of that. It's a permutation of that. Well, let me finish. Let me finish. So the 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 mechaber says the mechaber says that if it's a clay, which is a davar boss the heter, ula iser. That's okay. Says the Maharshag. Maharshag was, um, was Shimon Grunfeld. He was, was a Hungarian Goyen, passed away in 1930. The Maharshag is, has three halakims. It's a famous a Hungarian safer at, the, at the, 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 the turn of the 20th century. Very geschmack. You know how you get your meal and I phone with any, any questions? Have a bag. A mail bag, like a doctor has a bag. A brisket. Put a brisket. Good, <laughs> good, good. Brisket, right? Uh, 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 so have it and put your put your sitter in there. Have things in there which are hetter. You put the knife down, and then it's 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 a basis hetter visa, right? Sounds like a schmuck, right? That that would be a good way. Says the marshag to get it to get it home, right? Because because. Um, it's much to do that, and he, not only that, Rabbi Yashiv might holds that way. Rabbi Yashiv takes this marshag, adds on. By the way, because the shach and the Ramah hold anyway, it's not muksa. So even those who are machmir, this should be very gashmak. Rabbi Yashiv says, I think the back of the court of Nissan, Rabbi Nissan Karelitz, nephew, nephew. You should just put it in your pocket. I don't know, like put it in a thing in your pocket. You can carry it home. And if you take it out of your pocket, that would be okay also. But you shouldn't carry it. If you're putting it down for the priya, that you should go ahead uh, and, and do it. Um, so it's hard to know what the Taz would hold because the Taz is not talking about this halacha. The Taz is just talking about you carrying it in your hand. But here you're putting it down and carrying the brisket, right? Uh, so the, it's not even maybe the Taz would agree with this, but but we, I saw here that the, the Dirshu quotes Shlomo Azaron Arbach. Laniach is a suck in the kli to put a, a bris knife in a in a kli, which is a daver hetter. 
So now we'll think it's a davar a, a, a kit for davar hetter for muster hetter. In Shmir Shabbos Kolchus, they quote the Shalazam and Arbach Asers. Why? Kevan Shim Munach davar Muksu Bekli. If the Muks thing was in your way. You'd have to move. You have to like blow it away. You'd have to like. You're not allowed to move the muksa thing, right? It doesn't make the clean mutter. Says so you can't make up. It will be in the way of things. You'd have to move muksa. So he says that you can't create a, a situation like that. That you'd have to like. Like if I put uh, something in, if I need something else, and the, the, the muksa knife is blocking it, I, I have to move it in a, in a, in a non-normal way, or I can't move it at all, perhaps. So you're not going to create a situation like that. You're not going to create a situation where you can't move it. That's how Shlomo So he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't uh, 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 like this. One other shaila I saw in the back about muksa knives um, is ulatalta sakin lefneimila. Are you allowed to go ahead to put the knife? Under the baby's head, so certain customs before the the night before the mila, or during the they put the, the knife under the baby's head, put it under a pillow. Okay, it's a skula, uh, to put it under the baby's head. So they quote the shutalevi, right? Shavatalevi, excuse me, that you are allowed to do. Why? Because it's a normal way of doing a bris. It's all connected to the bris. Likewise, most moels, if you're really who's obligated to do a bris. Father. Father. So there's two things they could do. They can make you say you appoint me a, a mall. Mm-hmm. But very often what they do, they give you the knife, right? And they say, you are making me a shliach to do the mila for you. If it's muksamach, meschester, and kiss, and the father's not doing a mila at all, who says he's allowed to touch the, mo- the, the mila knife? You hear that? It's not, he's not doing the mitzvah. He's, so are you allowed to give the father the knife to hold to do, to give to the Maha. It's unnecessary for the Maisa Mitzvah, especially we hold Duhuya. So, it says in the Sefer Kuris Sebris, on Shabbos you shouldn't do that. Why? Because you shouldn't move a Mila knife for no reason. It's really Muksa. But then he quotes Rav Yashav, you can go ahead and do it. For the same reason, in the Ikri Dat, because uh, uh, that, not because of the passing of the baton, because this is not passing the baton. It's part of the mila. It's the normal way people do mila, and the normal ma'aseh mila you're obligated you're, you could do. Even though we saw that the mechaber says you can only do certain things in the mila, this is not a ma'aseh iser in the mila. It's just the normal way you do mila. So they're lenient. What's important for us over here, just to re- to reiterate, is that even though the ramah seems to come in very mekel at the end of the day, nobody's that mekel. The taz quotes the maharul lechumra. The shach. Himself says, who like, goes like the Ramah, but says it's not like a kula can move it anywhere. Shach says, yeah, we can go like the Ramah, we can take, go ahead and take it home. Right? But you can't, afterwards, you can't move the Mila knife for no reason. It still comes, Moksa Taz is like quoting the Maral, it's Be'etzim, it's Moksa. It's like taking a hammer. I can go ahead and take a hammer to crack the knife. It goes back to Moksa. Right? The Mila knife, when you had it came to the shop, so you had to mind not to use it for anything else. So it still is Moksa. Doesn't, it means, even though you're going to have a mice meal on Shabbos, you only having in mind to use it for that mila. No one's going ahead and saying I'm going to use a mila knife for anything else on Shabbos. You're having in mind for the mila. So Taz says you can't use it for anything else. And the second the bris meal is over, it's muksa. The Mishnah actually sounds a little bit like that. The Magen of Ram, 
the Magen of Ram comes in and says, I really agree with the Taz. The, the knife is Muksa, but you know what? As long as it's in your hand, you can go wherever you want. That halacha of Bo'odu which is a chiddush by Muksamachas Cheson Kis, we will see next week that there's actually a disagreement by all Muksa. Right? And this is very, very germane and very, very practical. None of you probably will deal with, with Mila knives too often. Although you should know these halachas because if you have a Mila knife, if someone does it like in Alex's house, that guy threw it in the garbage, not only did he almost steal Rebbe Leibowitz's money, he, he actually did muksa by moving that knife. Right? <laughs> actually, if you, that, that knife is mamish muksa according to Rebbe Achreinim. Right? But, but this halacha, if anyone ever picks up muksa, you need to know, do you drop it right away? Because I've, I've seen and heard it from many people. You, I'm, sh- I'm sure you're thoughtful, suffering right now. What do you do with the muksa? Do you, do you drop it? Could you actually, as long as it's in your hands, keep going? And just put it in a safe place. Right? Because we saw even by the Mila knife, which is muksa machas chasar and kiss, the El Yaraba says, if you're worried about being stolen, you can rely on the Ramah. But that's if it's worried about being stolen, if it's you know, is Ramah. By other muksa, it's muksa. Right? We saw by if it, you picked it up for a heter, if you picked it up for a heter, like to crack a nut, you can go wherever you want. That's a machaber. About that, there's no mach like this. What is going to be a mach like this is my case of Shifra Levine, right? <laughs> Who's, who, who a group leader gave her muksa, right? Could, you, could she put that wherever she wants? Or if you're like Shmuel, Shmuel Schultz, who feels mooks in his pocket, maybe picks it out, does he have to stop there? And by the way, your case is a great case. You know why? Because if you, if, you, if, you, if you can't stop, if you could keep going, then you have another child of Hotsa. You're carrying. You're, 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 and stopping. And how that, your case actually gets, that's why I said, your case is a little bit complicated. Maybe if you stop walking, it's actually worse because then it's Hanacha, right? But Odo Biyado is what we're going to do next week. I, 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 I actually... Mila knife is a good example of the, the Kulav Oida which the Magen Avram brings. But how does it, but Mila knife is a little bit different because Mila knife, you picked it up, Beheter. How does Oida Biyada work? That'll pick up next week, okay.